It's Black Friday, and James T. Harris is filling in for Glenn Beck. Coincidence? I think not. We've got black kids in Baltimore booing the First Lady. Why? And what's the media's role in it? It's not what you've been told. Twas the night before impeachment and all through the House, Democrats are worried their hoax is found out. Yes, we've got impeachment 2.0 on deck. Plus the rise of Mayor Pete Buttigieg, Booty Judge, but we like to call him Buttigieg, and why he is the perfect example of everything that is wrong with Democrat candidates. I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving because young people want to fundamentally transform the holiday. Kill it, really. And if their beliefs are right, I can't say I blame them. And dear Glenn Beck listeners, I'm going to tell you today why Kim Kardashian just might make a heck of a first lady. So as you are driving and kung fu fighting your way through Black Friday doorbuster sales, buckle up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you've been thinking about home security, there is no better time to get it than right now. And this week, Simply Safe is offering the best deal they've made this year. You'll get 25% off of any new system plus a free HD security camera. It's the best home security, period. With Simply Safe, you're going to get everything you need to keep your home safe. You have the entry sensors, the motion sensors, a smart lock, video doorbells, security camera, plus 24-7 professional monitoring with police dispatch. That's three and a half times faster home security that you can trust. If you've been waiting or on the fence about getting a security system, don't wait. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Get 25% off your system plus a free security camera. This is the best deal you'll find on home security, but you have to order before this Monday to get the exclusive offer. 25% off and a free HD security camera at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Hello, America. My name is James T. Harris, and I am a unicorn. According to the Urban Dictionary, a unicorn is a, a mythical creature. Someone amazing who is hard to catch or simply a very hard find. The term is often describing someone who is remarkably attractive, but not at all crazy, and has a great personality. Ha <laughs> ha! That's me. I am a husband to a smoking hot wife, a father to three perfect kids. They never do anything wrong ever, but that's not what makes me mythical, no. What makes me a very rare find is the fact that I am a radio talk show host who is an American of African descent, conservative, and has a great face for television. Yes, I am a beautiful man. My show is called The Conservative Circus. I am the ringmaster, and the big top is News Talk 550 KFYI out of Phoenix, Arizona. Now, if you would have told me any time in my life, up to a few weeks ago, that this day would happen, I say you're crazy. But here I am, sitting in for Glenn Beck. I'm honored. I'm also very, very frightened, but that's okay, because you're right here with me. Millions of you. <laughs> before I was in radio, I was a professional speaker. Before I was a speaker, I was a high school teacher for, for 10 years. But I have always been the child of Randolph and Desi Harris. And the one thing they demanded of my sister and me was that we respected our elders. An adult is never wrong. Even when they are wrong, you will show respect. 
That's what my father said. I have a childhood memory of my father walking into my elementary school class, looking to see where I was. We had eye contact. Then he went over to the teacher. The teacher's name was Mr. Fritchie. I remember it because this was a traumatic experience that I had. The teacher was surprised. Mr. Fritchie was like, Mr. Harris, uh, uh, why are you here? They had met doing parent-teacher conferences. And my father told Mr. Fritchie, if my son ever gives you any problems, if my son ever disrespects you, you have my permission to whoop his assets. That's what he said. He didn't say assets, but you know. And my eyes went wide, and I sat straight up, and Mr. Fritchie said to my father, oh, Mr. Harris, I'm sure things won't come to that. I mean, James, he's a very disciplined young man. And my father said, just in case, I want you to know. I want him to know. I want the class to know. You have my permission. Yeah, my parents were very, very serious about respecting authority. I tried to pass that on to my kids. No, you have that first kid, and you're, it, that first kid is wonderful, that first kid is perfect, and you think that, you know what, you are the greatest parents on the planet. Then God gives you that second child to let you know you had nothing to do with it. My <laughs> number two, wild child, my number two, you know, number one would say, Mom, can I cross the line? And Mom would say, no. And so he would stay four feet from it. My number two, mom, could I cross the line? No, he would get his toes right on the other side of the line. And then when you weren't looking, he put his foot all the way over and then bring it back. Number two, when we go to parent-teacher conferences, obviously he was very, very bright, but, you know, he had, he acted out. My solution, well, I, I pulled from my father. I said, look, put my name on the, on the board and put my telephone number, my cell number right next to it. If you ever have a problem, just point to that number. And and number two, uh, whenever he did have a problem, uh, the teacher pointed to the number, and he just sat down, eyes wide, back straight. We respect authority. Never had a real problem out of my number three, uh, my daughter, until she grew up and turned into a teenager. But that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> Respecting authority. When I was a high school teacher, I was the first American of African descent working in that high school. And there were, there were uh, black students there. They tried me. I'm at the board and I'm putting up the lesson and all of a sudden, boom, I get hit in the back of the head with an eraser from two black kids. Again, I'm the only black teacher in the school. How are you going to treat me like this? What? What? You know, I turned around to them and said the same thing Don Lemon said to me years later when I was on his show, uh, you know, during the presidential debate with Obama. I said, brother, really? <laughs> really? Seriously? I shut the class down. I took out some paper and put some tape over the window. And the students were like, what are you doing, Mr. Harris? I'm like, you know what? Class is over. When the, when, the, when, when the bell rings, I want everybody out of the class except for you two sitting in the front row, the ones who threw the eraser at my head. Uh, the kids left the classroom. I locked the door. They couldn't see in because that's why I put the paper up. And then I did something very unprofessional. I took off my, my, my suit coat. I wore a suit and tie every day as a teacher. You know, I think that that would sort of command more respect. I loosened up my tie. I rolled up my shirt. And then I went over and I engaged the two young men. 
And then I opened a door and I threw their books and their coats out. It was the last class of the day. And then I packed up all of my stuff because I knew that I was going to be fired. I knew it. You just can't engage people like that. And you're, you can't do that. So I was expecting to be called down to the principal's office just like students do. And I was expecting to be dismissed. It didn't happen. The day after that, it didn't happen. The day after that didn't happen. So I went to the students. They came to the class. They were perfectly well behaved. They were respectful. And I kept them after class. One day I'm like, hey, you know what? Uh, what happened? They're like, what do you mean? I said, then you go home and tell your parents uh, or what happened? And they said, no. I'm like, why? They said, because they would have whooped our assets too. Oh, <laughs> your parents demanded respect. Your parents would have been embarrassed if they would have known, if they knew how you treated a teacher, someone in authority. Yes, Mr. Harris. Okay. Well, I'm glad we have this understanding. Funny sidebar story. Years later, I was driving to church, had the whole family, all three kids there, and we were driving to church, and I noticed that a car did a U-turn and started following me, and it kind of freaked me out. I turned left, he turned left, I turned right, he turned right. Followed me right into the parking lot of the church. And I'm like, okay, this is serious business. Honey, let's get the kids out, get in church, somebody, get, get, get somebody out here, you know, I'm being stalked. Well, it turns out that the stalker was one of the kids that I had the engagement with years ago. He saw me driving in the minivan, recognized me, and just wanted to talk to me. He had his wife in the car, and he had two kids. And he said, Mr. Harris, I thought that was you. Mr. Harris, do you remember that day? I'm like, of course I remember that day. He said, Mr. Harris, I just want you to know I graduated from high school. I went to the Navy. I, uh, I, I, I've had so much success. I told my wife about you. I told my friends about you. I told them about that day. And how that day really just changed things for me and how important respect is. I was relieved that it wasn't something serious. But I was also very much humbled. Respect. All of this floods into my mind as I, as I face the fact that the First Lady of the United States of America goes to an opiate summit and there's Americans of African descent kids really middle schoolers she walks in here's a woman who is is learned here's a woman who speaks multiple languages here's a woman who has dedicated her time and her resources to address a problem that is plaguing America that is plaguing this neighborhood and she is greeted with a course of booze. Booze. See, the headlines say that uh, First Lady was booed at an opiate summit. But if it were reversed, they would introduce race to the equation. See, 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 see. It should read, Black students boo First Lady. But the media is not going to do that, are they? No, they're not. So we have to we have to break this down. Because I think there are two factors. There are two things that are at work here. One of them is the absolute breakdown 
of the family. But the other is how the media is manipulating, how the media is spinning, how the media is causing people to, to turn against one another, how they're continuing to foment racism. I believe that uh, we are way past the time, way past the time where we can blame race for anything. And yet that is the chief weapon. That is the tool that the left uses. We're going to get into how the media has responded to this. If you paid attention to my earlier stories, you know where I'm coming from. I say that this is a complete breakdown of the family. It is not just the black community. Do you remember uh, Cameron Casey? He's from the Parkland, one of the Parkland survivors. And you had Senator Marco Rubio go down and to meet with the survivors. Remember that town hall meeting? Do you remember the disrespect that those kids showed a sitting senator of the United States in the United States of America? Disrespect. I absolutely, you know, shut off everything he was saying afterwards. I couldn't hear it because of the lack of respect. Meanwhile, you've got Nick Sandman. Remember him from one of the Covington Catholic kids that were in Washington, D.C. And uh, he was uh, approached by a, a Native American. And yes, and yes, remember how the media treated that story, treated that young man. I'm telling you. We've got things to talk about. James T. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Black Friday Super Sale is on at cbdistillery.com. You've wanted to try CBD for yourself, right? Well, now is the time to do it during the CB Distillery Black Friday Super Sale because right now you'll save 30% on all CBD products. Maybe you've heard the inspiring health benefits of CBD from your doctor or pharmacist. Maybe a friend with health issues told you about it. There are so many great reasons to explore the health benefits of CBD. CBD is the power extract from the hemp version of cannabis and while it may offer many of the health benefits of marijuana there's no high it's legal and doesn't require a prescription and with over a quarter million customers CB distillery is the source to trust so let's review the Black Friday super sale is on go to cbdistillery.com and enter shop to save 30% again enter shop to save 30% at cbdistillery.com cbdistillery.com James T. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. You know, I, I'm sitting here and I'm just thinking about how the culture has changed. And the culture has changed tremendously since I was a high school teacher. I stopped teaching in 2000. I loved every single day as a high school teacher until it was finished. Actually, I was teaching history. Uh, I was teaching it backwards. 
I didn't follow the timeline. You know where you you start. Uh, if you're American history, you started the founding. But the reality is, you never really make it past World War Two. Right. So I switched it. I started to teach history, starting with the president and then moving backwards. And I cut it into seasons and generational cycles. That way, when spring came back up, you know what? You could you could remember that you could have context. It didn't work out with the state testing. And then there was a little disagreement. Um, I should say a misunderstanding on my part. The the yeah, I thought the the, the principal was offering suggestions. No, actually, he was telling me that uh, uh, this is the way it has to be done. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> Still, when we look at teaching today, we look at the schools, uh, I can honestly tell you that the, the teachers are no longer in charge. When I was a professional speaker, I did a, a speaking for high schools, and I would only do it primarily for for private schools or for public schools when, you know, the teachers had to be in the room. I said this, they have to be, they can't leave the auditorium because the kids would just sort of just like take over. Mob mentality. So I had to ask the question, where were the adults in the room when the first lady of the United States walked out to these booze? It is my pleasure to introduce to you the first lady of the United States of America. Breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. And then, when this got picked up and the news is covering it, you had uh, you had different reactions. You had a reaction on the from the right side of the aisle. Of course, you had a reaction from the left side side of the aisle. You had uh, Tommy Tommy Loren. She she came on and she gave sort of like a nuanced uh, a nuanced approach here. She was talking about how the children will be children. Well, yes, and I think this is not only because, of course, she is Melania and her last name is Trump, but this is also just a lack of respect from young people. But where do they learn that from? Where do they learn that disrespect? Where do they learn that it is okay to boo the First Lady of the United States? Well, they learn that because they don't believe that they have to respect Melania or anyone with the last name of Trump because the media and congressional leaders and Democrats have told them that they don't have to, that it's their moral right to do those things. So this is an epidemic in this country. Not just of people not liking anyone with the last name of Trump, but just with young people being completely disrespectful. Tommy Lahren. Yeah, she's right to a certain degree. You know, you have to be taught respect. I just talked about how you have to be taught respect. I, I was taught respect. It was it was drilled into me. I made sure that I taught my kids to respect authority, even though we're talking about a different generation. Now I want you to hear from D.L. Hughley. He is a radio talk show host. He has a, a TV show. He's a comedian. Here was his take. Melania Trump shows up in Baltimore to booze and jeers. Sure. She's an anti-opiate, anti-drug right. message. Do you think she deserved that type of treatment? I do. Her, her, her husband disparaged Baltimore. Yeah, very much so. Rodent infested. And send his woman in, which I think is coward. <laughs> right. If you send your woman into a hornet's nest you created, I think that's cowardly. But the other thing is Baltimore ain't an opiate uh, drug capital. It's a heroin. Right. So you went with the wrong woman and the wrong drug. Right? 
Okay, ha <laughs> ha. So, that was so funny. Not, not really. Not really. See, he made it about President Trump, and he made it about President Trump speaking truthfully about Baltimore, the district of Elijah Cummings, how people lived, lived in rat-infested areas. See, this is what the media will do. The media, honestly, D.L. Hughley says that these kids remember when President Trump talked about their neighborhood. Really? Really? Is that what got them going? I don't think so. I think that they were taught this. I think that they were, they were poured in these, these cups of sorrows. I also think that it's because we have a generation of kids that do not have parents in their lives. We're going to talk about that coming up next. James T. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Black Friday Super Sale is on at cbdistillery.com. You've wanted to try CBD for yourself, right? Well, now is the time to do it during the CB Distillery Black Friday Super Sale because right now you'll save 30% on all CBD products. Maybe you've heard the inspiring health benefits of CBD from your doctor or pharmacist. Maybe a friend with health issues told you about it. There are so many great reasons to explore the health benefits of CBD. CBD is the powerful extract from the hemp version of cannabis. And while it may offer many of the health benefits of marijuana, there's no high, it's legal, and doesn't require a prescription. And with over a quarter million customers, CB Distillery is the source to trust. So let's review. The Black Friday Super Sale is on. Go to cbdistillery.com and enter SHOP to save 30%. Again, enter SHOP to save 30% at cbdistillery.com. cbdistillery.com. It's Black Friday. My name is James T. Harris, sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. If we're discussing the fact that that Melania Trump, the first lady of the United States, was booed by a bunch of black middle schoolers, and I think that this is a cultural phenomenon. I think that this is something that should be discussed. It needs to be discussed. Yes, yes children today are more disrespectful than they are in the past but every generation says that right and you could talk about schools back in the 1950s when the biggest problem was skipping and lying and chewing gum and then in the 1960s we got the boomers that came on board with their shenanigans and then the xers after them and then now we have we have the millennials and we're almost into a new generation beyond the millennials the culture is just not respectful we see it in our politics and our politics are now bleeding over into families we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving on the, on the Glenn Beck program today and how that has changed because of rudeness, because of just political hate, hatred. But right now, we're talking about these kids in Baltimore. Now, there is another, there is the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. But, but for right now, I want to talk about the disrespect that's going on because it's not just the booing of the first lady. If we're talking about what's happening and what people like to refer to as the black community, we got a lack of respect for police officers. 
what was this this summer? You know, police officers are trying to do their jobs, and, and you got people running up and, and hitting them with, with water balloons and and water guns. And that's supposed to be okay. It's supposed to be okay because of the mythical hands up, don't shoot. It's supposed to be okay because of the Trayvon Martin hoax. It's supposed to be okay. I don't think so. And I think what is what, what it is is actually is dangerous. Being, by allowing our children to be disrespectful, we are putting them in harm's way in so many different environments. Do you want to weigh in on this? Triple eight seven two seven Beck is the telephone number. Um, if you know, I'm, I'm starting to hear from folks. I forgot to do my shameless plugs. You can follow me on Facebook at James T. Harris Media. You can follow me on Twitter at James T. Harris. I also have an Instagram page, James T. Harris. Would love to hear from you. Would love to uh, to uh, share with you what I'm thinking. And, you know, through social media. And even with social media, yeah, you can get rude and disrespectful. I mean, there are no rules on social media unless you are a conservative. Yeah, they'll enforce the rules if you're a conservative. They'll call you out for being for being rude, for being disrespectful if you are a conservative. But when it comes to the left side of the aisle, we are letting the children run free. Now, there's the other side, the media. The media loves to fan these flames. The, the media, you know, if, if it were uh, an American of European descent, oh, oh, the media is all over that because there is a war. On Americans of European descent, especially if they are male. They're even coming up with new terms like cis and dis. I can't even follow it. But you know it. You know what's happening. When we talk about all of the hatred that is going on, especially if we're talking about racial hatred, political hatred, I would like to, to say to you that that doesn't really exist among we the people that exists in the media that is what the media is pushing that is what the media trades on if it bleeds it leads especially if it is anti-conservative especially if it is anti-trump now the first lady she walked into this gauntlet you had D.L. Hughley saying that, you know what, uh, uh, you know, that, that shows you the kind of man that President Trump is to send his woman in there with the wrong message. I'm sorry. I think it shows you the type of individuals President Trump and Melania Trump are. I'm quite sure she knew that she would not get the, the, uh, uh, the, the respect of the crowd. She probably sensed it. She went anyway. And you know what? She stuck to her message. And here's something that the media did not report. By the end of Melania Trump's presentation, she won the crowd over. There was far more cheering when she was finished than when she walked in. Her simple message won the crowd over. The crowd of angry teenagers or maybe adults flooded the room. Maybe adults realize how embarrassing this was. It, it doesn't matter how, however it happened. Her poise, her grace, 
her comments afterwards. We live in a democracy and people should be able to express themselves. And, you know, maybe Melania should tell that to Twitter or to Mark Zuckerberg over there at Facebook. They should be able to express themselves. You used to be able to do that. But the first lady, I think, proved a point. And, and the point is, you know what? We Even if you are being disrespected, if you show respect, it's going to elicit a, a positive response. It, it, it could. It, it might. And more of us should take the opportunity just to, to give it a chance. Is that one of the liberal songs back from the 1960s or 70s? All we are saying is give grace a chance. Give respect a chance. They call it love. That's like the, the, the every word. Love. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, if you want to get in on this conversation, it's tied into everything. Uh, there was the big news yesterday. We had the, the Democrats who were trying to prepare liberals for the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner. You had Democrats who were giving instructions. You had CNN were giving out pamphlets on how to deal with the President Trump, how to deal with President Trump and his policies. It was quite hilarious. And it's quite the change. Now we have Democrats out there who are calling for peace. Now we have Democrats out there who are wanting to just, you know, have conversation. Uh, uh, we have, we have, we have Democrats who don't want you to, to be mean because it's the Republicans that are mean. It's the Republicans that are bigoted. It's the Republicans, uh, that are part of, uh, what did they say on CNN last week? We are part of a cult. We're part of, for ISIS. And you don't invite ISIS to the, to the table. You don't do that to the Thanksgiving table. But if you do, you have to treat them with respect. Well, that's interesting because I remember President Obama. I remember President Obama back in the day. He had quite different instructions. He was telling people, you know what? We need to, I need for you all to, you know, to just get all up in folks' face. I need for you all to get, just get all personal. Talk to them whether they're independent or whether they are Republican. I want you to argue with them and get in their face. And if they tell you that, well, we're not sure where he stands on guns, I want you to say he believes in the Second Amendment. If they, if they tell you, well, he's going to raise your taxes, you say, no, he's not, he's going to lower them. No, I need for you to get up in their face. If they if 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 they're saying they're gonna raise your taxes, I want you to lie to them and say no, we're gonna lower them. <laughs> if they say we're not gonna be able to keep our health care, I want you to lie to them. And you know what? That was in 2008. Things have ramped up since then. The the very same party that is trying to tell you to you know be calm and just tell tell the Republicans what Democrats will do for you. They, they gotta explain. Maxine Waters. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. 
They're not welcome anymore. They're not welcome anywhere. And we've seen Republicans, conservatives, chased out of restaurants. We've seen them harassed. And yet we have the tolerant left saying that it is, it is it's Trump supporters. It's we the people. It's conservatives. It's Republicans that are doing that. No. The lack of civility is not from the right side of the aisle. Oh, we can get there. But this lack of civility is something that is spreading like a poison and is getting worse. And I, I don't think it, we're the ones that are perpetuating it. This is what makes, you know, some of the, the 2020 politics very, very interesting because when you look on what's happening on the left side of the aisle, the left side of the aisle, uh, the, the Democrats are so calm, they're starting to put us all to sleep. James T. Harris, sitting in on Black Friday for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You've heard me talk about Mike Lindell. He's the inventor of my pillow and how his pillow has given me the gift of great sleep. Well, he has rolled something else out now for us to try, and I've been using them, and they are great. His latest are amazing towels. Now, towels aren't something you think about often, but these towels I think you're going to love. They're a game changer. You have helped build my pillow into an incredible company. Today, Mike Lindell would like to not only give you a great night's sleep, but also say thank you. Mike is now changing the game with his new six-piece towel Set. The set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent and yet really, really, really soft. And the set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths for 30% off. If you use the promo code BACK, remember all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials to get 30% off this six-piece towel set, as well as deep discounts on all of their other MyPillow products. Enter the promo code BACK or call 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials. Happy Black Friday. James T. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. You know, I, I am uh, out of uh, Phoenix, Arizona. News Talk 550 KFYI. I love living in the Valley of the Sun. It's just a beautiful, especially this time of year, especially this time of year, as the rest of the country is kind of cold, freezing, snowing. Now, we got rain, but that was just for like a half a day. And then the sun shine returns. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And it's also a beautiful thing that we're in an election year. I know that some people just bristle at that. Some people get tired of the campaign commercials interrupting their flow. I have a suggestion. Cut off the television. Oh, it would do a world of wonder. But if you choose to inflict that pain on yourself, I want you to look at it a different way. That television the that electronic media is so powerful it has shaped reshaped our whole world the way we look at politics the way we look at church the way you know it dictates our time we have shorter attention spans because of that 
television, that little electronic box. And the people who control it, the people who manipulate it, oh my goodness, you have to ask yourself, why am I seeing this? Why are they showing me this? And then you also have to ask yourself, what are they not showing me? And the perfect prime example of that is you know, the first lady being booed by those children, uh, the black kids out in Baltimore at the opiate uh, summit. Uh, the media wanted you to hear the boos. That's why ABC, NBC, CBS, that's why they all carried it. CNN, uh, MSNBC, that's why they carried it. Fox News, they carried it. But no one carried the cheers when she was walking off the stage. Well, why? Because it's all about the narrative. It's all about control. And one of the things, one of the reasons why many of us in this country love President Trump is because he broke through that. He broke through that by manipulating the media himself. He broke through that as a, as a, a reality TV show star. You know, I, I just read Bill O'Reilly's book. It's a fantastic book, The United States of Trump. And in that book, he suggests that this was all part of the plan. That President Trump planned on becoming president years ago, decades ago. And everything he did, especially that, that reality show, was building up to, uh, building up to the moment. When he came down the elevator and he made the announcement, he, in a way, knew that he could talk to the people directly because of the, because of the show, because of the shows that he has done. And now, with the use of Twitter, and the fact that the television gave him so much time building him up because they thought they could tear him down, uh, now he is still punking them every single day. And that's why you don't see many of the rallies anymore, unless you're watching Fox. They're not going to show it because he's killing them. And something else incredible is happening. You had all the king's horses and all the king's men try to bring President Trump down with the fake, uh, uh, the dossier story with the your collusion, uh, your obstruction of justice with the Russians. And now they're trying to use the same playbook with the Ukraine, Ukrainian. And now we have, we're going to have impeachment. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about impeachment 2.0, the impeachment hoax. If you want to weigh in, it is a triple eight seven two seven back. Oh, we're going to have some fun with this because if you choose to watch television, if you choose to watch that box, I want you to understand how President Trump really is even beating the manipulators of this hoax. Primarily, the Democrats. Oh, the Democrats, man. I'm telling you, the reason why they're doing all this is because they got to get this man out. They got to get this bad man out, the orange man. They have to get him because they can't beat him at the election box. James T. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You're listening to Glenn Beck.
If you've been thinking about home security, there is no better time to get it than right now. And this week, Simply Safe is offering the best deal they've made this year. You'll get 25% off of any new system plus a free HD security camera. It's the best home security period. With Simply Safe, you're going to get everything you need to keep your home safe. You have the entry sensors, the motion sensors, a smart lock, video doorbells, security camera, plus 24/7 professional monitoring with police dispatch. That's three and a half times faster home security that you can trust. If you've been waiting or on the fence about getting a security system, don't wait. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Get 25% off your system plus a free security camera. This is the best deal you'll find on home security, but you have to order before this Monday to get the exclusive offer. 25% off and a free HD security camera at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. James C. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. And you know what? We're going to talk about Joe Biden in the second hour. We're going to talk about the whole quid pro quo. We're going to talk about Burisma. We're going to talk about impeachment. You know, because part two is on its way. We got to get this wrapped up for Christmas. And the Democrats are determined. Will they be successful? What should you be looking out for? Because there are some things to look out for. And, my friends, is this the beginning of the end of the Democrat Party? We are going to go there. We are going to go there, and we are going to enjoy ourselves. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Black Friday almost here, and Blinds.com is celebrating by offering you up to 50% off absolutely everything. Blinds, shades, plantation shutters, and more. That's right, up to half off. Blinds.com's Black Friday savings only last until November 29th. One listener had this to say about their experience with Blinds.com. The blinds were easy to install, came at a great price, and I've been able to redo my entire home at half the cost by using Blinds.com. 100% satisfied with the quality as well. You'll feel that way too, because every order gets free shipping, and their 100% satisfaction guarantee means if you're not totally satisfied, they'll remake your window treatment for free. So go to blinds.com now through November 29th for huge Black Friday savings and up to 50% off all blind shades, shutters, and more. Plus, get an extra $20 off if you use the promo code BACK. That's up to 50% off everything. Plus, an extra $20 off with promo code BACK. Rules and restrictions do apply. If you are a fan of impeachment, if you are a fan of the of the drama of the of the show, you are having the time of your life. I mean, when is the last time we were able to really enjoy a good impeachment? We got to go all the way back to Bill Clinton. And that was fun. I mean, that was salacious. Right. I was a high school teacher during that period of time and a miracle happened. They may be the current events to teacher right in the middle of the Clinton Lewinsky scandal. Oh, yes. I have my students read the Star Report for extra credit. 
Yeah. Uh, then I got called down to the principal's office because the Star Report really is soft porn. I'm serious. The things that Bill Clinton did in the Oval Office is is, is terrible. But you know, it was just it was just relations between consenting adults. That's what we were told, and that was the impact on the kids. You know, it depends on what the meaning of is. Is that became very popular, and also that oral relations really isn't relations. Thank you, Bill Clinton. You know, when I was uh, uh, first married, my wife was uh, on the left. She's a she was a, she's liberal. She's liberal, but she's so beautiful that I kind of overlooked that. <laughs> People credit me for flipping her. I didn't flip her. It was the impeachment hearings that flipped her. Yes. My, our, our, our number one son, you know, he was old enough to pay attention and ask questions. And he was keep, he kept asking, Mommy, did the president do something wrong? Is he in trouble? And mom wouldn't answer the question. So I would. Yes, son, he's in trouble. Well, well, why is he lying? Well, son, you see what he did was and my wife was like, no, stop, stop talking. And I, there was one incident. I remember my wife diving across the living room to turn off the TV so my son would not have to hear about all that Lewinsky stuff. And I said, look at you trying to protect yourself from, for, trying to protect your son from the man you voted for twice. <laughs> my son said when i grow up i don't want to be the president because the president's always lying and getting in trouble that's what flipped my wife that's what flipped her that's what moved her from being on the left side of the aisle over into the promised land and you know what the same thing is happening right now with this impeachment hearing. You have many Democrats who are watching uh, these these Democrat uh, uh, representatives. They're watching their behavior. We're seeing that the left never has accepted President President Trump's 2016 election win. They have been in resistant mode from the very beginning before he was even sworn in. We've had marches. We've had yeah, just the, the, the left, the Hollywood left, lose their mind. Robert De Niro, these guys, they're losing their mind. Then we had the fake uh, 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 Mueller investigation. We had the, uh, he's colluding with the Russians. And they dug deep. And the deeper they dug, more of the deep state was exposed. More of the fact that we had operatives. Ladies and gentlemen, we had elected officials. We had our police force. Uh, we had the FBI. We had the intelligence community trying to conduct a coup. That's crazy. That's banana republic stuff. It's happening right here. We actually are watching men in uniform lying, testifying on lies about a president of the United States trying to overturn him because they don't like him. He's not part of the club. I had an opportunity to read The Plot Against the President by Lee Smith. It is an excellent book. And the fact that I read that book before these uh, impeachment hearings started, I'm sitting there able to connect the dots. I could read the stitches on the fastball. Then I sat down and I watched uh, uh, the Democrats' Hydra. Yeah, 
the Glenn Beck piece, that's right. Sat down and watched it. It was a little over an hour. And I wanted to say, come on, come on, Glenn Beck. Come on, man. That's conspiracy. See, there used to have a, I used to have a conspiracy theory button right on, you know, right, 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 right in the studio. And whenever people would call in and talk about Deep State, I hit that button. It's conspiracy. You can't do that anymore. And you especially can't do that with Glenn Beck because he has all of the I's dotted and the T's crossed. And he has documentation up the yang gang. You can't deny it. But then you're overwhelmed. You're overwhelmed by how deep the rabbit hole goes and how far back the Democrats' hydro is going to blow your mind. But you need to watch it. You also need to. To read the, the plot against the president by Lee Smith. When you do and you look at these impeachment hearings, <laughs> you see what's going on. Now, have you noticed that since the showboat shift hearings, you got to be careful when you say that showboat shift, you know, the, the, the shift hearings. He's full of shift. So you got to be careful with that. Have you noticed that there has been some movement, those rumbling sounds you hear are the independents' feet moving to the conservative side of the aisle. Check it out. Poll after poll and, and a few largely unnoticed interviews are evidence that the country in general has tired of the impeachment issue. The people want some action on things that matter in their lives. And it's obvious that Nancy Pelosi is not Willing to do that. Schiff had his shot and he came up short. If you notice, the mainstream media has pretty much avoided the topic now. Instead, they, and they're doing polls and they've turned their attention to the upcoming Inspector General's report. Remember that? They're not really talking about impeachment right now. Have you noticed that? Oh, oh, and Trump supporters, we've been psychoanalyzed by amateurs, pundits, and a sprinkling of experts, and we are being called cultists. We have been accused of having the mindset of ISIS members. So we can, we can uh, shift, shift to the side. Uh, we've got the holiday weekend news cycle to, 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 to fill. Now, we got to get ready for the next big event on the calendar. And what is that? That's impeachment 2.0. No, you thought I was, you thought I was going to say that it was the USMCA getting passed by. <laughs> Silly. You thought that we were going to talk about, you know, dealing with prescription drug prices. You thought that we were going to have an actual budget instead of a continuing resolution. Immigration reform? No, no, no. Healthcare reform? No, no, no. Is there any legislation coming out of the House? The answer is no. The House, instead, is focused on unseating a duly elected president who continues to gain even greater favor with the voters in this country. It's amazing the amount of pressure that this president has been under, and he still is working on behalf of the American people. He's Still is getting things done. Not Congress. Next week, they plan on resuming their march toward impeachment. But ladies and gentlemen, this time is different. 
We got Nadler. We got the penguin. He's on stage. He's on deck. And according to news reports, he's invited the president and the president's attorneys to attend this. Oh, oh, that's wonderful. And the letter inviting the president, you know, it's been made public. It's transparency. They want you to believe that this time. Unlike the, the Schiff affair. The president's been given a fair shot at addressing the issue. But, my friends, nothing could be further from the truth. And the devil is in the details. This is all amazing. And I'm going to give you the skinny, skinny, skinny coming up next. James T. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you've been thinking about home security, there is no better time to get it than right now. And this week, Simply Safe is offering the best deal they've made this year. You'll get 25% off of any new system plus a free HD security camera. It's the best home security, period. With Simply Safe, you're going to get everything you need to keep your home safe. You have the entry sensors, the motion sensors, a smart lock, video doorbells, security camera, plus 24-7 professional monitoring with police dispatch. That's three and a half times faster home security that you can trust. If you've been waiting or on the fence about getting a security system, don't wait. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Get 25% off your system, plus a free security camera. This is the best deal you'll find on home security. But you have to order before this Monday to get the exclusive offer. 25% off and a free HD security camera at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. It's Black Friday. My name is James T. Harris. I'm filling in for, for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, you can, uh, you can, uh, reach out to me at, uh, jamestharris.com. Uh, you can also go to my Twitter page, which is James T. Harris, Instagram, James T. Harris, and Facebook, James T. Harris Media. Make sure if you go there to like the page and follow. And then, you know what? Say, say, Zucker, may I please, please, please. And maybe he'll let me follow. Maybe he'll, he'll let the page grow. But we have to be nice. We have to be respectful. Unlike Democrats, <laughs> we are talking about the impeachment 2.0 and what's coming up. And let's let's remember, you know, that all of this is over a telephone call that the president made uh, where he was asking for a quid pro quo, supposedly, that he was going to hold up funds until the Ukraine started to investigate corruption. I think that the shift made a mistake. I think that the, you know, the whistleblower was supposed to come out and, 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 and uh, talk about this telephone call. And they thought that the president was going to you know, protect the presidency by not releasing the transcript of the call. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> he released that transcript and blew the whole thing up. And instead of America now looking at a, I mean, we could read the transcript and tell there was no quid pro quo. But you know what? There was a quid pro Joe. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. 
I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Well, it, that sounds like a quid pro quo. That sounds like corruption. And then the prosecutor who was fired was allegedly investigating the company that had Hunter Biden on and Hunter Biden, who had, you know, sitting on their board, getting 50,000 plus a month, uh, uh, 50 to 80,000 plus a month. We have, we have to talk about Hunter in this hour as well. And then Hunter goes over to China, wherever he gets off, you know, the Air Force Two with the vice president, he gets paid, paid, paid. Democrats don't want to talk about that. Isn't that interesting? The media doesn't want to cover that. Isn't that interesting? Instead, we're talking about impeaching a duly elected president over a phone call. The Judiciary Committee. They're coming up next week. They're going to permit the president and his attorneys to attend these hearings. And Chairman Nadler, you know he loves authority. He loves that gavel. He's going to be just tapping down that gavel for the cameras. And you know what? No, Nadler's committee is full of leaks. It's remarkable leaking going on. So we're going to know everything that these that these uh, people are testifying about, and we're going to learn more. You can expect expect more bombshells. That was a bombshell. This is a bombshell. The walls are closing in. There's going to be more of that stuff. <laughs> And uh, there's going to be a great amount of comedy this go around. See, we missed comedy with, uh, with, with Schiff. But with Nadler, we're going to get a lot of comedy. Why? Because, my friends, Sheila Jackson Lee is on that committee. <laughs> Sheila Jackson Lee, you know, the recently freed slave. Sheila Jackson Lee, she said that on the House of the Fly. I didn't say that. I do believe that Hank Johnson is also on that committee. He, uh, the, we can't put too much military equipment on one side of Guam because the island may capsize. Mr. Speaker, you know, it's just, imagine a world without balloons. That's, uh, that's, uh, Hank Johnson talking about helium balloons. They're up next. And the timing of this whole thing, they invited the president, they expect for the president, look for the media to say, oh, you know what, uh, uh, the president, why won't he show up? Because I don't think the president's going to be there. I don't think so. Why? Because you know what, they already have a NATO pre-scheduled gathering. It was already, they've been planning this for months. you got heads of state, you got various uh, ministers, they're all going to be there. And meetings like this take a lot of time to arrange. So you know it's been in the planning for months. You got security measures alone. It takes coordination. Every step is pre-planned. Where are they going to meet? They're going to meet in London. When are they going to meet? Wait for it. Wait for it. Next week. <laughs> during the during the, the impeachment hearing. Oh, well, the president's not going to show. Well, you no, know, you know, he's not going to show. Why? Because he's going to be doing his job. He's going to be squeezing member nations to ante up for their fair share. He's going to be negotiating shared military burdens. You know, the business of running the country. And I wager that uh, Nadler feels very, very clever. Very clever. No doubt he feels that he's pulled off a, a huge stunt, and maybe he has. But the media is helping. They're going to help cover it. 
Uh, I don't know if the media is going to London. What do you think? Do you think the media is going to go to London and cover this, or do you think they're going to be creating drama and inciting further division with the impeachment trials? For the most part, the public will be told that President Trump was invited and didn't show, and most people will never know why, because they get their news from fakery. As far as the IG report coming out, there's been a whole bunch of leaks on that as well. Just remember this. The IG reports, they're just calling balls and strikes like Comey was supposed to do. When Comey came out and said, oh, you know what, uh, Hillary's done everything wrong, but we're not going to charge her. We're not going to prosecute her because we can't prove intent. Remember that? That wasn't his call. That was supposed to be Loretta Lynch. The IG is going to come out and call balls and strikes, but it's going to be the Attorney General, William Barr, the criminal investigations. That's what I want you to look for. And if this were a chess game, I would make the observation that a number of pawns have fallen. Andrew McCabe, Peter Ivey stroke and stroke, his paramour, Lisa Page, or, or Page, yes. Even James Comey, Clapper, and Brennan, they're all under a cloud. Again, read the plot against the president by Lee Smith. Watch Glenn Beck's The Democrats' Hydra. We're getting close to watching some valuable pieces fall. High? How high up is this going to go? How high up will this go? I don't know. But get your popcorn. Because I think that President Trump has known for a long time. And I think that Attorney General Barr is the real deal. And I think that this president, yeah, he'll probably get impeached. But he will be the first president to get impeached and then win re-election by a landslide. <laughs> That's my prediction. You got to talk about Hunter Biden. If Hunter Biden, if, 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 if this was one of President Trump's son and they were acting like this, the media will be all over this and they would ding the president's chances. I, I, I am convinced of that. You don't know a lot of stuff that's going on. I'm going to tell you. Telephone number is 888-727-BECK. My name is James C. Harrison again for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You have heard me talk about Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and how his pillow has given me a great night's sleep, which I need. Now, from time to time, he'll send me something to try, from pillows to the sheets to the towels. I've loved them all so far. You're the one who have built this into an incredible company and have trusted Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. So Mike wants to do something for you, and that is his Giza Dream Sheets, which are great. He's going to give you an incredible deal. These sheets come with the world's best cotton. They are ultra soft. They're breathable yet extremely durable. And right now, the Giza Dream Sheets, buy one, get one set free, plus shipping with the promo code BACK. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're going to love it, and if you don't, send them back. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials to buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets and get the other one free, plus shipping. There's also deep discounts on all the other MyPillow products that you are just going to love as much as I do. Enter the promo code BACK or call 800-966-3117 and get the great radio specials. It's Black Friday. 
My name is James T. Harris. Sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. You know, I, when it comes to 2020 politics, I just, I'm just loving this. I know that makes me very strange. I'm one of these people that just enjoy the fray. And I enjoyed 2016 when we had all of the Republicans up on the stage. And I was initially uncomfortable as the president or now president, President Trump, uh, back then businessman Trump was just slicing through all of these Republicans. But good night. He changed the game. I remember the Democrats teasing us. We had all of these Republicans up there all competing against each other. <laughs> and everybody knew that the, the, the it was rigged for Hillary. Now. The tables have turned and we have like, I don't know, 20, 20 something uh, Democrats. we got more coming in every day. Not a whole lot of leaving, but more coming in every single day. And I initially thought that uh, a Senator Warren, we call her Senator Spreading Bull uh, in the conservative circus because of all of the lies, the whoppers, the lies that she tells her high cheekbones, uh, you know, getting fired because she's pregnant. Lie after lie after lie. I thought she was going to win the primaries, but she killed herself with health care i mean she absolutely just she fell on her sword i don't think she's coming back she's plummeting in the polls uh, joe biden surprisingly he is still beating everyone everyone and he shouldn't be this to me shows the desperation of the media they're trying to find somebody that can be president trump somebody moderate they they don't want to give the party over to the radical left they, 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 they understand that there's no way a socialist. Well, I mean, we may talk that talk, but we, now they're taking us serious. Oh, no. <laughs> so they can't. They got to pull this away from Bernie. Uh, they're happy that uh, uh, that Senator uh, Spreading Bull Warren, they're, they're happy that she eviscerated herself. But Joe Biden, you know what? If Joe Biden were Donald Trump and if Donald Trump Jr. were Hunter Huh? The whole Trump campaign would be done. It'd be gone. Did you hear about the latest with, 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 with Hunter Biden? No, I'm not talking about the $50,000 and the, and the millions of dollars he picked up in, in, uh, China for just basically doing nothing because of his dad's last name. I'm talking about the fact that, uh, Joe, I'm sorry, Hunter Biden's baby mama, the one in Arkansas, she was a stripper in, in, in clubs in Washington, D.C. What? Yeah. And there's reports out there that Hunter Biden, you know, he uh, divorced his wife and then he was I think he was married or hanging out with his his deceased brother's wife. That would be his sister-in-law. And then while he was with her, you see, he started, you know, messing around with the girl from Arkansas who was a stripper over in Washington, D.C. And then he got her pregnant and then they went on the Maury Povich show and then they said, it's, it's your child. The child is yours. <laughs> it's terrible. You had a reporter from Fox that asked Joe Biden about that. He said, this is personal. Yeah, and only you would answer. Only you would ask a question like that. What? That's the media. Oh, but see, that's very telling, isn't it? Because if this were one of the Trump kids, this would be all over the news. And the media would be holding the father responsible for the sons of the, of the sins of the son. They would. And you know this. And yet the media is turning a blind eye. Now, not the foreign press. All the foreign press is all over this. 
they like that salacious stuff. And it, it is a salacious story. So in, in a sane world, Hunter Biden would be seen as a security risk with the businesses that he's dealing with and, uh, and his lifestyle with the, uh, oh, I forgot to tell you that he was suspected that he was doing crack, crack cocaine in these, in these, in these strip clubs. I'm not making this up. You know, he got kicked out of the uh, military for, for using drugs. I think co- cocaine. He used it twice. Most people get kicked out if they catch it once. He did it twice. You know, uh, is that white privilege? Is that white privilege? No, a little bit, maybe. That's a last name. <laughs> That's Biden. <laughs> but, 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 but. You got to keep our eye on, on Joe uh, Biden, because I really do believe that Hunter's camp, Hunter's antics are going to blow up Joe's campaign. It's not going to come from the mainstream media, but it's going to come from Democrats who are just repulsed by all of this. Like I said, in the earlier segment, you had a lot of Democrats who, who left the party, who walked away, who blexited it <laughs> from the, the Democrats during the, the impeachment of Bill Clinton. It's happening again right now. Let's talk about Mayor Pete Booty Gig. That's what I call him, Booty Gig. I know it's Booty Judge. Oh, it was whatever. You know, when he first came on the scene, people were just making up stuff. They didn't go with the obvious. Booty Gig. Mayor, <laughs> Mayor Pete Booty Gig, in my opinion, is everything that is wrong with a Democrat candidate. He, he, he has convictions. Right. And some of them are pretty good. But you have to abandon that when you become a liberal candidate. You just do. And there's historical precedence for this. You know, there's history. Just did you know that Jesse Jackson used to be pro-life? Yes, he was. He was pro-life. As a matter of fact, it was Jesse Jackson that said that abortion is the black holocaust look it up what happened what happened he decided to run for president 1988 i do believe he no longer talked about that anymore yeah 1988 that was a little while ago i remember that because i was it was the first time i was ever on tv i was at the jesse jackson rally just because it was in the union at the university of wisconsin milwaukee and i just happened to be going to class so i stopped there to look at it oh there's jesse jackson then when i turned around there was a camera right in my face the bright lights and the reporter had to had the uh um uh, microphone and he stuck it in my in my face and he said what do you think about jesse jackson running what do you think about this happening on black history day or month I said, well, you know, um, we've come a long way since uh, Martin. I didn't say Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I said Martin. Since Martin did did this and that, we've come a long way, but we still have a long way to go. I was so happy. I went home and I recorded it, you know, with the V. Remember you put the cassette in there? Yeah, VH, you're right. I I put that in there and recorded it. And then my dad came home and I showed it to him. I said, Dad, look, I'm on TV. And uh, he, he sat down. He listened to what I had to say. I said, what do you think, Dad? He said, well, son, you looked good, but you didn't say anything. And when when did you ever meet uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and become good friends where you could just call this great man Martin? <laughs> that was a fail. That was a fail. 
But I remember back in that day, Jesse Jackson coming to the church. I remember Bob Dole coming to the church. I grew up in a Democrat household. Booty gig. Mayor Booty gig. He said something back in 2011 that was pretty much on point. You know, the kids need to see evidence that education is going to work for them, right? You so go. you see a lot of parts of That's town. That's part of the motivation. Where, yeah, because right. you're motivated because you, you believe that at the end of your educational process, there's a reward, there's a stable life, there's a job. Right. And there are a lot of kids, especially the lower income minority the neighborhoods, lower ones. Right. who literally just haven't seen it work. Uh, there isn't not. somebody they know personally and I think that's uh, who testifies to the value of education. So, yeah, you bet. That's Mayor Pete. Back in 2011, basically saying, you know what, uh, Democrat-run schools and Democrat-run cities kind of suck, really bad. And you don't have kids who can really pay attention to what's going on. They don't see, have any role models. It is a roundabout way of saying, you know what, the parents are not involved. Where are the success stories in low-income areas, i.e. black? Well, now, Mayor Buttigieg wants to be president, so he has to walk that completely back. What I said uh, in that comment before I became mayor uh, does not reflect the totality of my understanding then and certainly now oh. about the obstacles that students of color face in our oh. system today. Oh, really? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. My friend Candace Owens, she took this thing on. We're going to uh, we're going to address Booty Gig's concerns here and get to the truth of it. And I'm going to tell you how how Democrat uh, candidates should act. That is coming up next. This is Black Friday. My name is James T. Harris. Sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. The Black Friday Super Sale is on at CBDistillery.com. You've wanted to try CBD for yourself, right? Well, now is the time to do it during the CB Distillery Black Friday Super Sale because right now you'll save 30% on all CBD products. Maybe you've heard the inspiring health benefits of CBD from your doctor or pharmacist. Maybe a friend with health issues told you about it. There are so many great reasons to explore the health benefits of CBD. CBD is the power extract from the hemp version of cannabis and while it may offer many of the health benefits of marijuana there's no high it's legal and doesn't require a prescription and with over a quarter million customers CB distillery is the source to trust so let's review the Black Friday super sale is on go to cbdistillery.com and enter shop to save 30% again enter shop to save 30% at cbdistillery.com cbdistillery.com it's black friday james c harris sitting in for glenn beck this is the glenn beck program we're talking about mayor pete booty gig i know it's booty judge or whatever they say but i, I said booty gig we're talking about him because uh, he's trying to make a play for the for the nomination. And you know what? He should. Because you have Elizabeth Warren falling apart. I think you have uh, Bernie Sanders. He's faded. Uh, I don't think that, that, that uh, Joe Biden can last two 
much baggage. But he's going about this the wrong way. He spoke truth in 2011 when he talked about some of the problems that are existing for low-income kids. But he got caught on the carpet by the liberal gatekeepers. You can't say those type of things and run for office as a Democrat. When you run as a Democrat, you have to let go of a lot of your principles, a lot of your morals. I just pointed out Jesse Jackson, who once was pro-life. Then he ran for president as a Democrat. Democrats, they're not going to put up with that. So, Booty Gig stepped in it when he backtracked on that and he basically apologized to the black community. He's, he's evolved since then. He didn't know what he was talking about in 2011. And that really upset a friend of mine by the name of Candace Owens. Well, he's walking back because he's weak, and this is why people prefer Trump, because Trump would not walk back on telling the truth. When you break down the family unit, which has been done strategically by the Democrats since the 1960s, the children run to the street. When the children run to the street, their idols become cultural icons. People don't know who you are in black America, but I bet you they all know who Jay-Z and T.I. and all these rappers are. This is We have a cultural problem in black America, and we need leaders that have the spine to be able to admit that if we're ever going to get better. Dang. Ooh. Wow. You know, George Gilder said something similar on the Oprah Winfrey show back in the day. George Gilder was also, I believe, the first person ever to be kicked off of the Oprah Winfrey show for saying that. He said you can either let men rule in the household and, and be the head of the family and raise the boys and raise their girls to be respectful. Or you can lock your doors and watch the young men run wild in the streets. Oprah didn't like that. She didn't like that. George Gilder. Now you have you have this Candace Owens, who is a firebrand. I got a hold of her when she first came out, pulled her in. You know, I was sort of like Morpheus. She's Neo. Little Matrix uh, lingo. And, and, and <laughs> but she soon just eclipsed everything I was doing. And now she is just running free. She's the head of the leader of the, the Blexit movement, the black exodus of the Democrat Party. Amen. And boom, shakalaka. Uh, walk away. Run away. And she's calling this Democrat out because he once spoke some half-truth and now he's retreating from it. And you also have Mayor Buttigieg who's trying to go to the black church. See, he doesn't understand. You had uh, Congressman Clyburn um, who is a, uh, I'm related by marriage. I had to put that out there as a disclaimer. He came out and said, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's true. Most of Americans of African descent who are the older generation are not going to go for Mayor Pete because of his uh, sexual uh, sexuality. Not going to do it. Can't make me not going to do it. Not going to do it. So you have Mayor Pete going to these churches trying to convince these people that's old school man and most of the younger generation of americans of african descent don't go to church they're making a mistake he'd be much better off if he were just authentic ladies and gentlemen this is my first time sitting in for a nationally syndicated show and i i have a caller and it's a shame that the my first call david in florida wants to take the ringmaster to the woodshed, David in Florida. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Show. Hi, thank you very much. Are you, are What's you on there? your mind, David? Yes, I am. Well, I heard you were upset with something that I said. No, well, that's not exactly the way I said it. But first, I okay. want to say I, I respect you for taking the call, knowing that I'm opposed to almost everything you said. 
but I'm interested, <laughs> in, I'm interested in an intelligent discussion. And um, let me let me get to it because there are like we're not going to have time. I wish I could sit with you for an hour. I've got about ten things you said in the last half hour that I, I got just, one minute, David. I got one minute in conversation. Oh, is the spice kidding. of life. So go, baby, go. All right, all right. Real, real quickly. First of all, you say that the Pelosi and the Democrats have done nothing. They're spending all their time on investigations. Well, this is a fact, not an opinion. You can Google it. You can go to the, the public record. 275 laws have been passed by the Democrats since January. So it's not that they're not doing it. They're doing a lot. The, the bills are sitting on McConnell's desk. That's one. The other thing you said, one of the other things, was that the Democrats since day one wanted to get Trump out of office. You folks forget very easily the day Obama was inaugurated, McConnell asked what he was planning on doing, and he said, my top priority is to make sure that this man is a one-term president. Well, yeah, absolutely. Just try to block his stuff. James T. sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Shopping this holiday season? Finding the perfect gift from your computer or your tablet or smartphone? That is, that's a breeze. Now, here's the problem with it. All of that online shopping, you're left potentially vulnerable to identity theft. You may miss identity theft just by monitoring your own credit. So you need somebody to watch it because somebody stealing your information on the dark web or taking an online payday loan in your name is going to dramatically impact your life in the negative. That's why there's LifeLock. They'll monitor your personal information. And if you have a problem with identity theft, they'll work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock offers something that's perfect for the holidays and beyond. And now until December 8th, you can join and get a special radio discount. Save 30% or more off your first year by using promo code BACK. So call 800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com and use the promo code BACK. That's promo code BACK for 30% or more. There is a battle being fought right here in America. The radical left is trying to silence anyone who disagrees with them. They want to shut you up. I'm Dennis Prager. There's no more important issue facing America today. If we can't speak freely, we can't be heard. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces. Every American should see this. See No Safe Spaces only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Go to nosafespaces.com for tickets. Huge Black Friday savings are happening now at Blinds.com with up to 50% off blinds, shades, plantation shutters, and more. You heard that right. Up to half off. Go to Blinds.com now through November 29th for huge Black Friday savings and up to 50% off. Plus, get an extra $20 off with promo code LIGHT. That's up to 50% off absolutely everything. Plus, an extra $20 off with promo code LIGHT. Rules and restrictions may apply. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. My name is James T. Harris, sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a, a time-honored tradition 
out of the values of Western civilization. It is a fantastic holiday. And just like Christmas, it is under attack. This is a purposeful attack. This is an attack that has picked up steam in the last few years. Are you aware of it? You could probably feel it. You could probably just taste it. We're going to jump into this. The war on Thanksgiving. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you've been thinking about home security, there is no better time to get it than right now. And this week, Simply Safe is offering the best deal they've made this year. You'll get 25% off of any new system plus a free HD security camera. It's the best home security, period. With Simply Safe, you're going to get everything you need to keep your home safe. You have the entry sensors, the motion sensors, a smart lock, video doorbells, security camera, plus 24-7 professional monitoring with police dispatch. That's three and a half times faster home security that you can trust. If you've been waiting or on the fence about getting a security system, don't wait. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Get 25% off your system plus a free security camera. This is the best deal you'll find on home security, but you have to order before this Monday to get the exclusive offer. 25% off and a free HD security camera at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. James C. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program, and I am I'm just having a fantastic time here. First time sitting in on a, a nationally syndicated talk show. Having a, having a great time, but I had a call. I had a call. My first call took me to the woodshed. You know, I, I feel like uh, the bell saved me there. It's like Rocky and Apollo Creed. I was, this is the Rocky one. I just happened to get up. Before he did, because the bell knocked him out. <laughs> he was saying, I got it all wrong. He was saying, you know, from he'd been waiting for hours. Everything I said was wrong. Well, here's the deal. Yeah, yeah. Congress did get a lot of things passed, but I guess I should have said they didn't get the president's agenda passed. McConnell did not vow to impeach uh, President uh, Obama just to make life difficult for him. And why shouldn't he? That's the way politics works. You allow Obama his term and and try to defeat him the next time around. The Republicans didn't go for impeachment even when Obama went over their heads with executive orders. They just didn't. Obama pretended Congress didn't exist. And Congress didn't object because it was Obama, the first black president. Who's going to... Do you remember that whole thing? Do you remember... People were afraid to disagree with President Obama because they didn't want to be called racist. And, of course, you know that the media was absolutely 100 sold out for Obama, even though he was spying on them. And most of the bills passed by the House are junk legislation. Let's just be real. Open borders. Climate. I know David in Florida. <laughs> we wanted a back and forth, but we can do that on Twitter. You can you can follow me on Twitter at James T. Harris, or we could do that on Facebook. You can follow me there at James T. Harris Media. Let's talk about college students. You know what? Let's not. I was a high school teacher for 10 years, and uh, I was openly conservative, although I did not try to indoctrinate my children. My, my, my partner, uh, who's also a history teacher was a, a lefty. I would even say she was a, she's communist. 
and we balanced each other beautifully. She had a mock legislation. This is in Brown Deer, Wisconsin, circa the 1990s. And that thing was so real. I was a Republican coach. She was the Democrat coach. That was so real that we had Congressman Barrett. He's now the mayor of Milwaukee at the time. Read that thing into the congressional record. It was outstanding. And my students all the time, especially my more liberal students, they were getting angry with the social issues of the day. This is before global warming, even though global warming was around. Um, uh, this was before socialism was really hip. But they were kind of like wanting to redistribute wealth. They said that, you know what, uh, people should give up more of their money in order to in order to have uh, poor people get off the streets. Some of my students even empathized with the poor and they went and lived with them in, in, in the middle of the inner city on, on, on sewer grates and stuff like that in wintertime. They came back and shared their experiences. I said that was crazy. You know, I understand you walk in another man's shoes, but, you know, it's crazy. They kept pushing this. They kept pushing this. I said, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We're going to in introduce, I'm going to introduce to you a great tax. Because there are a lot of people in this class who are suffering. They're poor in grades. You got some kids that are flunky. You got some kids that are D, you know, D minuses. Some kids are trying to put their head down on the desk. I was famous for hitting them in the head with tennis balls if they went to sleep in my classroom. I'd be arrested for that today. But uh, uh, I said, if you are an A student and I'm going to take your A and I'm going to knock it down to a B and I'm going to give that to somebody who's getting an F, so now they're getting a D. If you are a B student, I'm going to knock it down to a C. I'm going to give it to a D student and then they're going to end up getting a C. And I did it for real. I did that. I did that. It lasted for two days. <laughs> it one day longer out of my pride because I got called down to the principal's office. Parents were livid. Parents were livid. Students were, girls were crying. But I work hard. Why does he get my grade and I work so hard? I'm like, hey, it's great tax. He's poor. Look at him. He's sleeping. He's drooling. He's, you need to share your grade with him. To lift all the boats in the class. Oh, that got rejected quick. I haven't been in the classroom in over 20 years, and I still hear from former students about the great tax. We tie it in. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We have moved so far down the road. Thanksgiving. You know, Christmas. Remember when we used to say, "Where put the Christ back into Christmas. It's about Jesus. It's about the birth of the baby Jesus. Not the grown man Jesus, the baby Jesus. <laughs> now it's about Santa Claus. As a matter of fact, we don't even, Thanksgiving, right after Halloween, they start putting out the Christmas stuff, but not about the baby Jesus. It's about the Santa Claus because they want you to buy gifts. We skip over, I think, arguably, one of the most important, most significant holidays in our history. Thanksgiving. We don't teach what it's about anymore. As a matter of fact, the College Fix, which is a fantastic uh, outlet, they, uh, they, they went and they asked students on campus what they thought about Thanksgiving. And I want, I want you, I want you to, to brace yourself if you haven't heard this because it is absolutely, it's absolutely crazy. So you think it's Christmas and Easter are worse than Thanksgiving? Yeah, well, I think that, like, Thanksgiving has been misconstrued a lot, misconstrued. Um, especially in textbooks, and it's kind of just based off of the genocide of indigenous people, um, 
and I don't really think that we actually give thanks on Thanksgiving. We just eat a bunch of food, and it's just a bunch of capitalist Oh, We're here today oh. at McAllister College, a small Christian private school in Christian. Minnesota, asking students if it's okay to celebrate Thanksgiving. Ooh, leaning towards no, I feel like with, you know, the historical context and, historical you know, context. kind of the really awful oppression of, mm. you know, indigenous people, mm. like the holiday is really like praised by, I think, people more on like the conservative side of things to oh, like uphold oh. that sort of tradition. Oh, so much there. And the indigenous people. Yeah, it's only celebrated by people on the conservative side of the aisle. Actually, you know what? This young man may be on to something because the conservatives, more so than the liberals, know their history. They know the history of Thanksgiving. But if you thought that, uh, uh, the, that Thanksgiving was not under attack, I am telling you right here and right now, we got a generation of kids that want to get rid of the holiday. The original, like the celebrating a feast, really isn't because of the oh. notions of what the actual holiday was. Well, I mean, the entire thing is sort of based off of... Uh, indigenous peoples and the indigenous murder people. of indigenous peoples in history. The murder? Not really, but people. what do Americans do except for celebrate unethical holidays? Un what other holidays are unethical? Columbus Day. I mean, Christmas break, it should be labeled as like winter break in general, but most schools are celebrating right. as Christmas break. Sure. Do you celebrate these holidays? Uh, more or less. Hypocrite! Yeah. And moral holiday? I guess if Santa Claus was a part of the alphabet people, if you were a LGBTQ or something like that, it would be okay. Then it would be, you know, right. But no, these, these two, they're serious. The assault on Thanksgiving holiday is only a part of the wider war on traditional American values. You can hear it in these students' voice. Is it okay to celebrate Thanksgiving? Um... No. No. Yeah, it's probably not as bad as Christmas or Easter, Ooh. but like, Ooh. I don't know. The, so you think Christmas and Easter are worse than Thanksgiving? Yeah, definitely. They don't celebrate Christmas and Easter. Sure. That sucks. I'm pretty oh. anti-religious. So mm. anti-religious. Mm. They're just like... Um, Why are you at a religious school then? There's a church good right question. over there. It's true. Good question. It's true. It's a good point. Is it okay to celebrate Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh my God. Um, that's a good question. I think, I think it's okay as long as your values are in the right place. So the history of the holiday is obviously not the best. Mm. Um, and it's very violent and oppressive. But if you are celebrating like the value of gratefulness and friendship and love and family, then I, I think that's a different story. I tell you what, this is bad. This is bad. And we can point to uh, one place. Well, actually two. I'll take it back to the parents, and I'll also take it back to our education institutions that teach kids this stuff. But, you know, you know, Thanksgiving is the perfect holiday to talk about the, the founding of this country and to talk about the miracle of free enterprise. And we will do that. This is James T. Harris on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
Shopping this holiday season? Finding the perfect gift from your computer or your tablet or smartphone? That is. That's a breeze. Now, here's the problem with it. All of that online shopping, you're left potentially vulnerable to identity theft. You may miss identity theft just by monitoring your own credit. So you need somebody to watch it because somebody stealing your information on the dark web or taking an online payday loan in your name is going to dramatically impact your life in the negative. That's why there's LifeLock. They'll monitor your personal information. And if you have a problem with identity theft, they'll work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock offers something that's perfect for the holidays and beyond. And now until December 8th, you can join and get a special radio discount. Save 30% or more off your first year by using promo code BACK. So call 800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com and use the promo code BACK. That's promo code BACK for 30% or more. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. My name is James T. Harris. I'm a radio talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. I am the ringmaster of the conservative circus, and the big top is News News Talk 550 KFYI. So happy to be sitting in for Glenn Beck today. You can follow me on Facebook at James T. Harris Media. Just look for the very beautiful man in a cowboy hat. You can also find me at Twitter, James T. Harris. We're talking about the war on Thanksgiving. It's started in the classroom and now it's spread out to the popular culture. And this season, we had a lot, a lot of television shows that were breaking bad on Thanksgiving. Now, this is the time where we're supposed to be thankful. This is the time we're supposed to sit down and talk to each other and share what we are thankful for. But all over the television, you had anti-conservative, anti-Thanksgiving messages from The Simpsons. You know, they're for, famous for their, their horror show episodes at Halloween. Now they had the Halloween at Thanksgiving and the aliens came down dressed like pilgrims because, you know, it's the pilgrims that destroyed the Indians and, you know, and colonized. Yes. And you heard it right in these college students, you know, in, in, in their in, in their explanations of why Thanksgiving is bad. They were talking about how it's unethical, genocide, racism. They've twisted the spirit of Thanksgiving into something unrecognizable. And you know what? And pretty gross. You've got one TV show uh, where the teacher is bringing over a Thanksgiving gift to the child. And listen to what she says to him. Miss Homily Prawn Stroller. Graham, happy genocide day. My teacher in my temporary home. Happy Genocide Day. When I was a teacher, there was a book called uh, uh, the, the People's History, Howard Zinn, The People's History. Actually, I read that in college. It is an intoxicating book. I mean, uh, you, you learn how Columbus came over here and you learn how Columbus enslaved uh, the Indians in the search of gold. You didn't uh, never were told that Columbus's real name was named after Christ bearer. Not that the uh, the first people over here didn't do bad things. But genocide. No. Show after show, Fox uh, TV shows, sitcoms are breaking bad on Thanksgiving. The assault is real. And what's crazy is we don't get down to what what uh, we don't teach what Thanksgiving was all about. Now, if you're a conservative, you know this. 
You know that the pilgrims came over here. You know that they, they had a compact. Well, they asked, actually, before they had a compact, they were more like a commune. They were working for the greater good, for the community. Many of the pilgrims lost their lives on the trip over. And we're talking about gale force winds. We're talking about uh, sailing on the Atlantic in winter. Terrible. And then the pilgrims, when they got here, they were living in these common ownership uh, communities and it backfired. Next year is going to be the 400th anniversary of the landing of the Mayflower and, and, and the subsequent founding of the Plymouth Colony by English separatists. They were known as pilgrims. And they, of course, became the mothers and the fathers of our Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Now, when they got here, of course, it was crazy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine landing on the virgin shores? Well, the Indians were here first. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, are Indians, Native Americans, the, the uh, uh, tribes, the beat the nations. Okay, the nations. Uh, they were here first. Okay. And the nations were also very instrumental in helping those first of pilgrims adjust. And you could read the diary of William Bramford. He was the, the colony's first governor. You could read about the settlers' initial arrangement. Land was held in common. Crops were brought to a common storehouse and distributed equally. For two years, every person had to work for everyone else in the community, not for themselves. They couldn't work as individuals. They could not work as families. They had to live happily after in a socialist utopia. But the problem is the common property approach killed off about half of the settlers and Governor Bramford brilliantly in his diary talked about we got to do something different. People were complaining because in, in commonly working, people wouldn't show up. They wouldn't do the work, just like some of the students in my class would lay their heads down and, and drool, but they were happy to get that grade sharing program. Socialism is disincentives. Socialism, it bred con conflict, contempt. So Bradford changed up, gave out, you know, parcels of land had the individuals work for themselves, had families work for themselves. That was the birth of our free market economy. And I think that one of the things that Americans can do on Thanksgiving is give prayer for, prayerful, prayerful thanks for private property and the profit motive. It produced abundance and the pilgrims shared it with the their their native americans their nation brothers and sisters and they 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 joined together for at least two generations this is the period of time when god instilled a measure of peaceful productive self-interest into the human mind and he knew what he was doing and to, for that we should be thankful and we should say Amen. But see, you know what? These kids, they're not seeing it. And we've allowed for our schools to teach the kids lies. We've allowed for our schools to indoctrinate children, indoctrinate the culture. And now it's all in the popular culture. We are on the verge of losing 
Thanksgiving. And you're that one uh, young man, you know, uh, but Christmas and Easter are worse. The birth of Christ and the and the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ, that's, that's even a worse holiday. We're in bad shape. We got to pray because we're in bad shape. James T. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You're listening to Glenn You heard me talk about Mike Lindell. He's the inventor of MyPillow and how his pillow has given me the gift of great sleep. Well, he has rolled something else out now for us to try, and I've been using them, and they are great. His latest are amazing towels. Now, towels aren't something you think about often, but these towels I think you're going to love. They're a game changer. You have helped build MyPillow into an incredible company. Today, Mike Lindell would like to not only give you a great night's sleep, but also say thank you. Mike is now changing the game with his new six-piece towel set. The set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent and yet really, really, really soft. And the set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths for 30% off. If you use the promo code BACK, remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials to get 30% off this six-piece towel set, as well as deep discounts on all of their other MyPillow products. Enter the promo code BACK or call 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials. They're calling it the Kanye effect. James T. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. And you know, the Kanye effect, I, I take offense. I do. I'm talking about the, <laughs> this new wave, this, this surge that is happening, uh, among Americans of African descent who are looking at the Republican Party in a different way. Well, uh, not the Republican Party. They're looking at President Trump. You see, for years, the Republicans uh, were afraid of Americans of African descent. And I can say that because I've been a Republican for pretty much my adult life. I didn't become uh, attracted to the Republican Party because of, uh, of their lofty principles. The very things that the Jeff Flakes of the world are talking about, those never Trumpers who are upset because the president, you know, is not living up to their high, high, high idea. Of what a president, how a president is supposed to behave. No. I was attracted to the the values. I had a college, and when I was in college, I had a, a student, a roommate, who sat down and he had a chart. It's like a blind test. You had to check what you agreed with, which side you would agree with. I And I ended up checking off all the boxes, and when he removed the uh, the cover from the top that told you, you know, which was the Republican side and what was the Democrat side, I gasped. Ah! Ah! I'm a Republican. Then I had to come to terms with that. And I uh, voted uh, for my first time in my first presidential election. I voted to reelect President Ronald Reagan. And I, I grew to love Reagan. I started to read books. I read uh, the works of Russell Kirk. I read uh, The Road to Serfdom by Friedrich Hayek. I figured if I'm going to be in this part, i got to understand what these principles are, are all about. And I didn't tell my parents that I voted for a Republican for at least two years. My, 
My father said, I was born a Democrat. I'm going to die a Democrat. Now, there's a rumor that my mother, God bless her, that she very possibly voted for Nixon. Don't know why that. I, I, just, I feel that. There was tension in the house around, <laughs> around that period of time. But my parents lived conservative lives. And they brought us with conservative principles and values, like most Americans of African descent who come from two-parent families. Yes. But when it came to the to voting, they voted Democrat. Well, and that, that I broke away. I broke away early. I walked away. I blexited, I guess, early on, before these were even a thing. People used to question my conservative principles, my values. I told him, you know, I named my daughter Reagan. R-E-A-G-A-N. I'm probably going to insist that uh, my first grandchild be named Trump. Just playing. <laughs> Just bring me some grandbabies. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> this Kanye effect, though, is real. And when Kanye first came on the scene and he was talking about uh, uh, President Donald Trump and how he loved President Donald Trump, I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And then when Kanye West came out and said, he tweeted this, actually, I love the way Candace Owens thinks. I was like, oh, wow. And that just thrusted her into the stratosphere. And she was ready for it. For those of you who follow Candace Owens, those of you who see her, she goes into the belly of the beast and she eviscerates people with just br just brilliant. Her mind, sharp. But even with Candace and some of the people who are part of the Blexus movement here, they're new to conservatism. What they're drawn to is President Trump. And President Trump, surprisingly, to a lot of people, we figured, you know what, he's better than Hillary. For the love of Pete, he's better than Hillary. Jesus, help us. How many of you were praying election night 2016? I know I was praying, Jesus, help us. <laughs> and I stayed on the, I was on the area. We were on the area for 11 hours. 11 hours. We refused to go off until we heard the mainstream media say, President-elect Donald Trump. And we rejoiced. And we're still rejoicing. And I got to be honest with you. I I just thought, you know, he, he was a New York liberal. He was just, you know, he was stumbled. We would get some of the things we wanted and a lot of what we didn't. But we've been wrong. I think he's going to go down as one of the most conservative presidents this country has ever seen as far as his policies go. But the Kanye effect. Kanye has, I don't know, how many million followers on, on uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all this kind of stuff. Millions. And when he started talking about Candace Owens, he started talking about President Trump, those millions of people, some of them got very curious and they started looking into it. And then they hear the things that these individuals say when Kanye West is sitting in the president's office, uh, the Oval Office, talking about the liberalism. What has liberalism done for the black community over the last 60 years? I mean, it's the same things I said when I was uh, on CNN back in 2008 with Don Lemon. 
the first time I was on, you know, I got beat up because I was all happy just to be on TV. Ooh, everybody watched. I had the whole family watching, and he just eviscerated me talking about death threats and breeding the hate mail. And then, like, brother, please, brother, why are you gonna why are you gonna vote for Obama over John McCain? I'm like, well, because John McCain is is less of a, a socialist than Obama. Come on, brother. That's what he said. The next time I was invited onto his show, I was ready for it. And I'm like, okay, why are you voting for the Democrats, Don Lemon? Uh, what have they done when it comes to uh, the abortion rate, when it comes to single parenthood, when it comes to education rate, when it comes to graduation rate, when it comes to, to uh, incarceration? What, what, what have the Democrats done? He went to commercial. <laughs> and then I was off of that show. And then I ended up standing up for uh, conservative principles, and I led to the first live walk-off of an interview on CNN. Google it, James C. Harris, CNN. They'll pop up. So I was out there. But there wasn't a movement. Why? Oh, it wasn't time. But with this generation, with Kanye West, with the Candace Owens, and even my stuff out there on Facebook that was going viral in 2016, you have a whole generation of Americans of African descent who are now ready, who are now open. Kanye has 29 million followers. On, I'm sorry, followers on Twitter. And he also, and his wife probably has even more than that. I'm going to get to her in a moment. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. It, it, it doesn't matter how it happens. We need to be ready to embrace the results. I've heard Glenn Bett talk about how uh, Kanye West might be, uh, you know, God might be using him to usher in the next uh, age of uh, a revival. And uh, wouldn't that be funny? Kim Kardashian has 62 million. <laughs> She's beating her husband. But, uh, yeah, the next wave. Because, of course, Kanye West has given his life to Jesus. And his latest album, Jesus is Lord, is just blowing people away. Not just in the music industry, but it is amazing when you have you have news networks, NBC, ABC, CBS, covering Kanye and have to mention that Jesus is Lord. And Kanye is not shy about saying it. He's not shy at all. So much so, the, the, that show, the uh, Kardashian show, I have never watched one episode of it. I haven't even seen a minute of it. I know how popular that it is. In a recent episode, you had Kanye asking uh, uh, Kim Kardashian to dress more modestly. What? 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 Yes. And it caused a little bit of friction. He said, you know, now that I'm a Christian, to see my wife out here dressed so scantily, you know, that it does something to my soul, does something to my spirit. She went back at him like, look, you created this. This is what you wanted. He goes, that's back when I was a rap star. But right now I'm a Christian. I, I, I want that. <laughs> now, according to, uh, uh, to Kim Kardashian, uh, now, because of uh, her husband and recent trips to the White House, it's had an effect on her on her Instagram feed and, 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 and somewhat she's now dressing somewhat, somewhat more conservatively for her. At least she said, I think I have a little bit, um, uh, changed a little bit less sexy these days. 
I don't know if it's that uh, the fact that my husband has voiced that sometimes too sexy is just overkill and he's not comfortable with that. I listen to him. What? And I understand him. Still, at the end of the day, he always gives me the freedom to be and do what I want, but I'm, I'm changing. Why? Is it because, you know, because he's uh, lording it over her? No. Actually, they love each other. She loves him. She wants to honor him. What? What? She said, but, but I, I kind of had this awakening myself. I realized that I could not even scroll through Instagram in front of my kids without full nudity coming up on my feed pretty much all the time. I definitely don't want to expose them to that. Ladies and gentlemen, I think what we're watching here is pretty magnificent and that is coming out of the popular culture. Part of it, what we're watching is Jesus. And the other part of what we're watching is a, a political awakening sparked by these individuals. And to that I say, amen and boom shakalaka. I was out in San Francisco recently and right when I was in Chinatown in craziness, Craziness ensued, and it was inspiring. I'm going to tell you about that. My name is James T. Harris. I am sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. The Black Friday Super Sale is on at cbdistillery.com. You've wanted to try CBD for yourself, right? Well, now is the time to do it during the CB Distillery Black Friday Super Sale because right now you'll save 30% on all CBD products. Maybe you've heard the inspiring health benefits of CBD from your doctor or pharmacist. Maybe a friend with health issues told you about it. There are so many great reasons to explore the health benefits of CBD. CBD is the power extract from the hemp version of cannabis and while it may offer many of the health benefits of marijuana there's no high it's legal and doesn't require a prescription and with over a quarter million customers CB distillery is the source to trust so let's review the Black Friday super sale is on go to cbdistillery.com and enter shop to save 30% again enter shop to save 30% at cbdistillery.com cbdistillery.com James C. Harris sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. I am in Phoenix, Arizona. That's where we operate out of Phoenix, Arizona. News Talk 550 KFYI. That's where you can hear the conservative circus Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 p.m. AZ time. And I have to tell you that uh, uh, we absolutely have fun with conservative issues. That's what we do. You can follow me at James T. Harris uh, at Twitter, James T. Harris Media on Facebook, or James T. Harris uh, Instagram. Just look for the beautiful man with the cowboy hat, and you'll know that you have found the conservative circus. i originally from Wisconsin. Don't hold that against me. Great state. I wouldn't be talking about great state. And uh, I was uh, born and raised there, and I was a Packer fan against my father's will. He he moved from Mississippi up to Wisconsin, and the one thing he did not like about Wisconsin were Packer fans because they're so loyal, almost rabid. And uh, he raised me on the on the Bears. And then when I became an adult, I had to reject that and embrace my true heritage as a cheesehead. 
even though I'm in Arizona, I still love the Packers. My program director happens to be a San Francisco 49er fan. <laughs> so I decided that last week I, we would go out to a game. I wanted to take him out to San Francisco and watch a game together because, you know, he's taught me almost everything I know. I just wanted the opportunity to watch his team get humiliated and laugh at him. I was in my Packer gear. He was in a San Francisco gear, and he actually... After the beatdown, I used the the San Francisco 49er napkin to to wipe the tears from my face. That's how ugly it was. But because that game moved from the afternoon to the evening, it was flexed, which made the misery (laughs) more miserable, primetime beatdown. We had an extra day to burn. So uh, we decided to take the train from San Jose up to San Francisco. Just to see it for ourselves. You've heard the stories. You've heard about Nancy Pelosi's district. You know about what's going on with the homelessness. Just everything is completely out of control. People relieving themselves in the streets. Well, we had an opportunity to go up there and and, and we did see that. It's sad. It's really sad. But while we were in, in Chinatown, I met an individual's name was Brandon. He self identifies as a dog. Because he does not like cats. He liked my cowboy hat and he wanted to know if it was edible leather. And I told him it wasn't. He asked me where I got it from. I said, I think it came from Southern California. He goes like, ooh, ooh, L.A., San Diego. That's even worse because of the border wall. Then he brought up Trump. He said, first of all, you have to give it to Trump. Because he puts America first. And he turned all of us gay, lesbians, tranny, vegans against each other. See, he identifies as a doggy. And he says that the, that the lesbians are the kitty cats. And the kitty cats and the, and the trannies, they all are eating up each other. He said something else that's very interesting. He said you have to give President Trump credit. Because he puts America first. Who can be against that? Even if he puts up a wall around the whole country and tries to keep others out, he's still saying America first. Here's my takeaway. Even in San Francisco, in Chinatown, even with, with the people who are just living lifestyles that we don't understand, President Trump's America first is coming through. That is a good thing, my friends. Thank you very much for having me. And remember to respect each other. James T. Harris, sitting in for Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program.